Well, welcome back to the Connect Church Discipleship Podcast. We're in Season 2, Episode 6. Uh, our current series, we're talking about what does it look like to engage Scripture. And today's format will be a little different, just me. Uh, so hopefully I won't put you to sleep here. Uh, just kind of, this is a topic that lends itself a little more to teaching than discussion. And so i uh, just going to share some things for you today. Um, we've been talking about how the Bible is a unified story that leads us to Jesus. And we want to know where we're at in the story. And so with that in mind, we kind of want to just give an overall arc of the narrative of Scripture uh, in this episode. Just so you could kind of always know where you're at and kind of give yourself a place in it. Um, we generally divide the Bible into the Old Testament and New Testament, 39 books and 27 books. Um, but really, it's a unified text. Uh, the New Testament writers relied heavily on the Old Testament. And so while that's a helpful terminology for us sometimes, we want to kind of see it as one whole big picture uh, working together. Um, sometimes from our post-resurrection perspective, it can be easy to just say, well, I'll just worry about the New Testament like Jesus said. No, we need all of this. It's it's all rooted together and woven together. In fact, Jesus said this in Matthew 5, 17. He said, Do not think I've come to abolish the law or the prophets. I've come not to abolish them, but to fulfill them. And so all this story is going to lead us to Jesus. And so we're going to take a very zoomed out perspective today. Um, but there's going to be some resources in the show notes that I want to recommend to you if you want to learn more and kind of see a bigger idea uh, of kind of what's going on uh, in, in the text of Scripture. Check them out there. Also want to note, standard disclaimer about resources. Just because we post a resource, it doesn't mean that we necessarily agree with every single statement that's in that podcast or in that book or whatever the case may be. Uh, but it just kind of gives a window on some ways for us to think and process a little bit. So with that being said, uh, our Bible is not arranged in chronological order. It, it would be nice if, if they were all in order the way they were written, but rather it's grouped uh, often by genre. And how we group them would be different than how our Jewish brothers and sisters may group them. Uh, they would maybe group them into just three categories of the law, the writing, and the prophets. Um, we would have a couple more different categories with that. And so our story starts out with the first five books of the Bible. These are sometimes called the Torah or the law, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Um, and when we think of the law, we might think a lot of thou shalt nots. Um, and that's certainly in there. But the law is actually the foundation of everything, and it's more than just commands. Uh, the law includes Genesis, which, if you remember, season one, the gospel starts in Genesis 1. Trust the story. Uh, we get to Genesis 3, the fall, damaged by sin. Again, go back to season one. Our gospel series will kind of give you uh, more on that. Um, and right, right in the beginning of the Torah, Genesis 3, right after the fall, we get our first introduction into that this world is going to need to be rescued. And so our story kind of takes this plot right off the bat. It's been it's good. We've been created to be with God, but we got this problem of sin and we're going to need to be delivered. Genesis 3.15, uh, God says this right after the fall. He says, And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. And so right from the onset, we see there's going to be this need for a deliverer. And we see this idea of deliverer or rescuer emphasized all throughout Scripture until it's ultimately fulfilled in Jesus. And so the Torah shows us uh, kind of how we got to where we are. Um, it shows us God selecting Israel as his people, being his partner to bring his kingdom here to the earth. God's partner ends up in slavery uh, in Egypt. God rescues them. Again, this idea of a deliverer, uh, preparing uh, us for an even greater uh, deliverer that would come in Christ. Um, God then forms a covenant with the Israelite people once he brings them out of slavery. Um, the Beam of Podcast has a great discussion on this. We'll link it to you in the show notes. Um, God also provides them peace, uh, excuse me, priests. 
Um, and I showed them how to live and what it means to be separated in a kingdom of priests for God to be the kind of people that God is looking uh, to partner with. And so that's kind of the first five books is kind of this opening for us, setting the stage of the story that we've been created to be with God. We got this problem of sin. God's working to deliver us, and he's calling us to be his partner. Then we have the history and the writing books. This would be Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, and Esther. These books cover everything historically from about the death of Moses to roughly 400 B.C., give or take. Um, and there's great spiritual lessons that were written uh, within these books. And just to kind of overview is um, Joshua leads the people into the promised land. Um, judges, there's kind of up and down roller coaster, spiritual life. They're serving God, then they're not serving God. And so we see God redeeming and delivering the people over and over again, preparing them for this idea of the true deliverer that would come in Christ. Um, eventually Saul becomes the first king. It starts out well. It doesn't end well. Uh, there's a need for a true king in Jesus. Um, then we have David followed by Solomon. After Solomon, the whole thing falls apart. Northern and southern kingdoms split. Um, each of those nations serves other gods. They neglect the poor. They neglect justice. And they're both taken into exile at different points. The northern kingdom is taken into exile by Assyria. In 722 B.C., the southern kingdom falls in 586 B.C. to Babylon. Eventually, the people return to Jerusalem under the leadership of Ezra and Nehemiah. Okay, that was a simplified version of events. You could read through the text to kind of see more of it, but that just kind of gives us the broad idea. The next section that we'll look at is poetry and wisdom. This would be Job, Psalms, Proverbs, Song of Solomon, and Ecclesiastes. This was wisdom for the people on, on how they were to live. And so we can join in with the story and identify with the sorrows that they're facing, the joys that they're facing, the lament that they're facing. Um, some of the wisdom would come from the good times. Some of the wisdom would come from the hard times when they were in exile. And then the last section of the Old Testament would be the prophets, the major prophets of Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and Daniel, and the minor prophets of Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah and Malachi. Um, and a lot of these prophets overlap, overlap with the history books. And so um, Isaiah would overlap with some of what we're reading in, in First and Second Kings and at different points, right? And so it's good to read them together and kind of, kind of put them in that way. Um, th these books um, are, are less about prediction. By verse number, only 27% is about speaking of the future and prophecy in that sense. More is about calling the people back into covenant with God. Hey, you broke this covenant with God. Get back uh, to Him. Um, and so think of the history books as telling us what happened. Hey, the people turned from God. Uh, they did not follow the Lord. They didn't love their neighbor. And so they went into exile. Um, and then uh, the, uh, the the prophetic books are kind of telling us the why. Hey, this is where you missed it. This is how God is going to redeem. This is how God is going to deliver. And so we have the law, the history, and the wisdom, and the prophets. And so if we were to put in chronological order, it would look a little something like the image that you're seeing on the screen uh, right now. And we'll put these in the show notes as well. So if you're listening, you could go and, and, and download them later. Um, and then the next image will kind of show a basic flow of the Old Testament, kind of what we just talked about, what would be the chronological order of events that happened. Then we have the intertestamental period, which is about 400 years of silence. Um, and then the New Testament opens up with the Gospels, the story in the flesh. Jesus steps into the, into the story. 
Um, the New Testament also is not organized chronologically. Yes, the Gospels probably happened first, or, or they did not probably. They did happen first, the life of Jesus. Um, but they were probably not written first. Uh, some of the epistles were probably written first. And so we start with the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. This is where in the story we meet the true Savior, God in the flesh, the true deliverer in Jesus. Uh, then we have the, the book of Acts. This is the history uh, of the first 30 years of the church. Following that, we have the epistles. These were letters that were written to the early church. Um, and some of them were written to churches specifically, like Romans, First and Second Corinthians, Galatians, First and Second Thessalonians, all those written by Paul. Then we have letters that Paul wrote from prison, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Philemon. Um, and then we have letters to leaders, First and Second Timothy and Titus. And then lastly, letters to large groups, Hebrews, James, First and Second Peter, First and Second Third John, Jude, and Revelation. So I know. That's a lot of information uh, for us. But a lot of these epistles were dealing with what does it look like to live for Christ in a world that was opposed to Christ. And so they're very relevant for our lives today. And so you're seeing another chart on the screen. Um, if we were to put the events of the New Testament in chronological order, it would look something like that. Again, you could look at it in the show notes and examine it later. And then if we were to kind of organize the books chronologically of when they were physically written, it would kind of look like what you're seeing on the screen now. And again, there's debate on which book was first or not first. They didn't exactly date it at the top of the page like a student in school would. So uh, we kind of have to use some other methods for dating in that. Okay, I'm going to stop there. We've covered a lot today. Again, this idea was just to kind of give you an overview of the story so we could always orient ourselves and see where we are in this unified story uh, that's leading us to Jesus. Uh, I want to encourage you. You might say, man, this feels overwhelming. Trust me, I'm a pastor and I'm still overwhelmed by it. I've spent a lot of time uh, studying and I'm still learning. There's many times I come to a scripture and say, oh, I really thought I knew what that meant, but I'm realizing I actually, I, I missed it completely. Uh, and, and you learn something new. So it's okay. Take your time in this. Uh, there's some good resources out there. Again, we're glad to point you uh, to that. But the whole heart for us, whether you've been walking with Jesus for a long time or you're very new to the faith, is that we're going to be people that as we're engaging with Scripture, we're being formed into who Jesus is, coming to know Him more and seeing Him as most beautiful in our life. So I want to thank you for taking the time to join us with today. I encourage you again, connect with your disciple. Or let them know something maybe that you want to learn more about Scripture and then come on back for our next episode. Have a great day, everyone.